Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow With Us. Grow With Us is a podcast that focuses on the talent-focused mission of In Tulsa, a talent advising organization for startups, local businesses, and expanding corporations. My name is Evan Barton, and I will be your host each week, where I'll be joined by a guest who is making a difference in Tulsa by furthering our mission of creating equitable opportunities via technology, innovation, and strategic partnerships. This week, we are in conversation with business development and partnerships lead Jordan Gill, who will be chatting with me about corporate attraction to Tulsa, talent acquisition themes, and why we do what we do. Thank you so much for being here, Jordan. It's great to have you on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Jordan is one of the the greatest guys I've ever met, honestly. Like, I'm so excited to have him on the podcast. Let's kind of just jump in and let's let the audience get to know you. So do you mind just telling us what your story is and just whatever way you feel comfortable? Sure, absolutely. So I um, have worked most of my career as a nonprofit executive. I worked in primarily in the Jewish community in the Bay Area, starting in the summer camp movement and then kind of moving into more community service focused nonprofits. And yeah, I'm in fundraising and executive leadership. And I have always been kind of driven by the desire to kind of have impact and be in service to the community. That's a kind of a thread that's run through all of the different roles that I've had. I was the head of social impact and corporate responsibility, actually for a large cannabis company in California when cannabis became legal. But everything that I've done has really been focused on both the idea of providing help and service to community and also connecting people with something uh, that felt larger than themselves uh, and feel like a part of the fabric of a community. That's awesome. Honestly, like what you just said aligns a lot with my personal philosophy too. So it's good to be in good company. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel the same way. I, I think like something that I have really slowly started to understand just in getting involved in this work and understanding my own professional trajectory is that like, I, I think the importance of community is so under, I don't know if it's undervalued, but it's definitely understated. Because I don't, I don't know if there's ever been something that's been accomplished alone. But sometimes it, I feel like the way that success is, is displayed either via the media or, or something like that, it's always like one person did something. And because people like to take credit some, sometimes, and I, I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that, um, I, I just want to, I want to be the person that is telling people about all of the people that helped me, not just about the work that I did. And I, I don't know, it sounds like, Sounds similar to what you just said, in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, you know, today, the people that are kind of deified as heroes often feel like, you know, these singular entities, and you don't really get the nuance or texture of not of how they got to be where they are, especially with technology, you hear about like the person, but mm-hmm. you don't hear about the people who kind of work side by side and beneath them to create the companies or to sustain the companies. And so I think that individual acclaim and individual success are certainly important, but that, you know, they don't happen in a vacuum. And my whole understanding of of being a person in this world is that I just want to connect with, learn from and teach as many other human beings as possible. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the, the only way that 
that as individuals we really grow uh, is by connecting with and learning from other people. And then we have the opportunity and the privilege really uh, to be able to play that role for others as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, this podcast is called Grow With Us, not Grow With Just exactly. You and, and Just Me. That's right. Or watch, or watch Me Grow. Watch Me Grow, yeah. That'll be season two. That's right. <laughs> uh, Jordan, go ahead and tell me just what is your impression and experience of Tulsa? I'll be honest and say I grew up in the Bay Area, and I think you know the Bay Area has its own kind of elitist mentality in that we consider that the the coasts are of values for the most part, and that the middle is is something you fly over. And I think that that is uh, unfortunate because you lose a lot of people and perspectives, mm-hmm. um, and and really like the majority of this country. And so I really kind of intentionally put a lot of that aside when I visited Tulsa for the first time. Uh, and what I found when I arrived in Tulsa was a really welcoming, warm city, a uh, city that felt buzzing with a lot of energy and potential, just kind-hearted people who were very um, welcoming. And, and I just felt like the, the, the soul of the city was kind of worn on its sleeve uh, and, and and really made me feel more kind of curious and want to lean in to learning more. And everything that I've learned has compelled me to want to come back and visit more and and just you know get to know the people, the city, and really get to know it in a, in a different and, and kind of more intimate way. Yeah, I mean, just to go back to your first point about like the the elites and the elite coastal and just the idea that the coasts are where opportunity is located and that, you know, just the center is, is kind of forgotten and undervalued. I mean, that was like, that's really what I feel like I was taught in my college selection process was that if you choose to go to a university or something in in the middle of the state or the middle of a country or even in Oklahoma, it's like, well, that's not necessarily like the highest place that you can achieve. And so it's already ingraining that kind of like subservience or really just like lesser than <laughs> the, of the yes. opportunity of the, of the middle and of, of being in the Midwest. And it really is just geography. It has nothing to do with like the type. I think that the types of people that I've met on the, you know, the coast and in Oklahoma and even all over the place, like I meet similar th- threads of people and themes of people because like people contain multitudes and you can't just say that one type of person exists in one type of place. And I feel like this past couple of years of being in Tulsa, like I've just been continually proven that like the types of people that I like to surround myself with are actually located here in my hometown. And that's a pretty powerful realization after a while, especially after you spend time trying to leave it. Not just elite, but also like the the opportunity to create and build something in the Bay Area in New York is is reserved for a select few who have the capacity, the access to capital to be able to do that. Resources are so expensive, whether it's commercial real estate, talent, that you really it it it, it kind of narrows the aperture of of who is able to participate. And one of the great things about Tulsa is that there is so much opportunity. There is kind of such a feeling of possibility. There are resources that are available and, and, and kind of this real energy around collaborative work 
and building something kind of new and exciting. And I think you just don't see that as much in the in the Bay Area and Silicon Valley because it is such a it's such a packed and saturated space, mm-hmm. and it's it's harder and harder to to build anything. Yeah, and I and I I hope that this doesn't sound like a. I guess too braggadocious on Tulsa, but I, I really just I want to highlight that the theme, this theme of like, you know, community and access has come up in this podcast so many times. And I think the reason that it's come up and you know, I don't want to say every episode, but pretty much every episode is that it's so valuable right now in our like just current climate where we all wanna I don't think we all wanna be a part of like and in I don't know, I don't know. We don't want to be siloed essentially. And I, I think we want to start something and we want to see it grow. And I think for for some people, the idea, those that idea has been shot down in, in, on the coast, or it's been shot down mm-hmm. where they're from. And for people like me and and who's a young person, and also just people that I interact with in my ecosystem all the time. They're creating something. They're they're growing something. They're ideating on something, and then they have the people and resources to actually launch it in in the city. And yeah. I think that that's why it's like important to highlight it as not just something that we say to to be kind to Tulsa, but that it is actually it's an energy and it's an infectious one for sure. Hundred percent. And 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 I would also add that there's just like a, a be- opportunity for a better quality of life as well in Tulsa. Yeah, there was there was an article that came out, I think, several years back in the New York Times about a startup in San Francisco that was buying old residential hotels and putting some paint and tile in them and kind of turning them into this dorm atmosphere for professionals. Mm-hmm. And it was framed, you know, it's framed as this like really cutting edge endeavor, but it really for me, red is like a, a call for help. It was like, this is a crisis <laughs> that people, professionals in their 30s and 50s, you know, are, are like have to live in a dorm, don't have yeah. the capacity or the, to have a place to live that has their own bathroom. It was like, it was nuts. And so They've I got to put think, everything like, together for, yeah, for convenience. I just think, <laughs> yeah, I just think that Tulsa, like you have the ability to enjoy a quality of life because, you know, working, earning a living, like that's, part of your life but then to be able to enjoy that life or, or to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor is equally as important in, in being balanced yeah 100 percent. i i 100 agree jordan let's let's talk a little bit about this is a word that came up earlier and it's definitely a, a theme of this podcast and a sort, essentially a tenet but about community so do you mind telling me just like how some specific communities either in in tulsa you know just in the past couple months or just in your life have like really impacted your professional trajectory? So like I said before, I, I've, I've worked the majority of my career in the Jewish nonprofit world in the Bay Area more by chance uh, than by design. I didn't grow up very affiliated with any sort of Jewish community here, but I, I went to a summer camp and kind of stayed in that world and, and it kind of all went from there. I think that being in a in a world where there are kind of is a lot of philanthropy, I found you know the philanthropic community of Tulsa people aligned with philanthropy uh, tends to draw in folks who want to be in service to other people, want to drive impact and create change, want to create opportunities 
uh, for people who haven't had you know the same opportunities in life for underrepresented communities. So it's been a really easy fit to kind of go from you know I've, I've found people that feel very much like my natural community in Tulsa. And the other thing that I'll say is the the history of Tulsa is very kind of rich, but also has very kind of dark chapters to it. Mm-hmm. And specifically the Greenwood Massacre. And I think for me as as a Jewish person growing up in the United States and kind of growing up with parents who were born in the late 40s, the Holocaust loomed very large in my understanding of my own Judaism. Yeah. And so that overlap specifically in terms of what was lost in those two events, the generations that were lost, the momentum that was lost. Uh, it feels like a really deeply personal overlap for me. And so the opportunity to contribute to an organization with a mission of a more inclusive Tulsa and a more vibrant Tulsa, and specifically in helping to kind of forge opportunities and regenerate wealth in Tulsa for underserved communities, uh, I'm I feel like it's a privilege to be able to be engaged in that work and it, it touches a place in me that is is deeply personal. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that because honestly, I, I feel very, very similar. Just I have an indigenous background and for me, Tulsa is a, a city where I don't see a lot of indigenous presence and that sometimes hurts as an indigenous person. So to have to go outside of the city to, to know that there are native people here sometimes is like, dang, we really did it. <laughs> Not we, I don't want to include myself in that, but we did a really good job of pushing these people out of here. And, yeah. and, and a lot of those people are my relatives and my ancestors. And so I, I think it all kind of juxtaposing and being all on top of each other makes this history rich, but also really raw for a lot of people that are, are going through I mean, I don't even want to try to oversimplify what is going on in, in just terms of like race relations and politics and all of those things. But I, I think that Tulsa has like such an interesting political and cultural climate, but it also has like such an opportunity for equity. And I, I, I don't think that that opportunity is being spoiled at all. I know that we can say that sitting where we are because we, we feel like we're, we're working towards the right, the right stuff here. But it's not just us, which is really why I feel so empowered to say that. And so, yeah, that's, it's huge. And uh, community is, is why I do work. It's, I do it for a community. I do it for people and I do it for underserved communities. I do it for people that aren't in the room. And I know that that's the sentiment shared by most of the people that I work with, which is not something that everyone can say, which yeah. I don't take for granted either. So for sure. I'm, re- I'm reminded of, um, there's a cartoon that I saw that it was a, a kind of a big fish chasing a little fish. And then the next frame, it's a group of little fish shaped like a much bigger fish chasing that, that first big fish. And, you know, just that idea that, you know, there's a lot of investment from people who are um, dedicated to the continuance of the status quo in separating minority groups from one another and kind of seeding distrust and, and, um, conflict. And the more that we can kind of work together um, and, and kind of learn from one another and be curious and um, 
learn about each other's lived experiences and form lasting partnerships, uh, the, the more mutual benefit there is. So I, I, again, to be, um, to be involved in this work and to envision uh, a Tulsa that is by design and by our mission inclusive, um, which I, you know, I take to, I take to be very literal and, um, I think I just I can't imagine a, a, a better thing to be involved in. It's great to know that everybody that I work with really, really is in, impacted personally by our mission because it just makes coming to work easier. And then it also makes our, our work more impactful to know that it, it has a personal touch to it. So let's kind of shift gears a little bit into talking. Sure. I know, I know we've definitely talked about the meaning of this work to us, but let's talk about the work specifically. Um, so mm -hmm. Jordan and I both work on a section of Intulsa called business development. And um, I'm definitely going to let Jordan explain it since he's got a little bit more experience with it than I do. But right now, just kind of from your, from your perspective, what does business development look like for Intulsa? And then even more broadly, I, th I think this is a great opportunity to talk about for those that are curious, just like what business development is as a career too. You can either you can talk broadly first, and then kind of dive into what Intulsa does, or just however you want to, however you want to go about it. Sure. So I think I think the this this role in particular I think dovetails really nicely with what I feel to be my two kind of main core competencies. You know, one of them is people skills, which you know is network building and relationship building. I'm a collector of people, and so I just love to meet new people and get to know them and build relationships and then nurture those relationships over time. And then the other is storytelling. I actually have two creative writing degrees as my background. And so telling a story that's compelling, understanding the audience to whom you're telling the story, and understanding what action you want them to take or how you want them to feel predicated on what you've said to them is are kind of like the core pieces of business development and sales. And so kind of pulling that into this job, it really is kind of understanding from a corporate perspective, what the pain points are, what the needs are, what the kind of motivating and driving factors are of the companies and, and, and the people and the roles who I'm speaking to, and then understanding how Tulsa has the capacity to be an opportunity for those pain points to be solved or to discover new ways of, of conducting business that are advantageous and provide opportunity for the company. You know, I, it, its highest form, it's, a, it's, it's about symbiosis and kind of mutual benefit. And I think for us, you know, we're really working towards developing a tech sector in Tulsa and, and continuing to kind of add to that and in particular remote first tech sector. And so our benefit is when these companies either hire our talent pool or move their existing talent into Tulsa, that, that, that drives benefit for us and for the companies, you know, again, it depends on, on what their specific pain points are, but, Tulsa has so much opportunity from a talent pool that is, you know, mostly untapped and, and has a lot of potential and is developing to affordability and being able to set up remote hubs for big companies 
its central placement in the country, which is helpful in terms of shipping and, and positioning, you know, all the way to social impact and, and social causes are, are every company, it's kind of table stakes to have uh, a bespoke and designed social impact um, strategy. Mm-hmm. And so Tulsa is a community where there is an opportunity to really get involved in deeply impactful social impact work and, and to be able to storytell and, and kind of have that be a part of the business as well. So again, it's, it's really about kind of assessing what the needs are and what the motivating factors are in the audience and then pulling the information and the experience that I have with Tulsa and weaving it into a narrative that feels compelling and kind of makes them want to get involved in and invest in the Tulsa community. Yeah, no, that's a really interesting way to think about it, honestly, about telling a story, because I, I think that really it just it leads to the the credence of our pre, of our earlier conversation about why it's so important for this work to be personal for us, because then the story is told from not, I, I guess, necessarily an outside perspective. It's, it's told from our personal perspectives. And we have a pretty, I think that we have a pretty easy product to sell, which is the fact that there are there's people here, there's opportunity here, and there's a space for your company to grow differently than it has been before. And so here we are to help you do that. <laughs> I mean, I really feel like that's, that's what business development is, on, at least for our company, where we're out talking to people and telling them about how it's not just how cool Tulsa is. It's how Tulsa right. can change your business and, and the benefits of that for not only you as for bottom dollar, but it's also important for your employees because, like you said, the dollar goes further. The, the quality of life is so important for, I think, employers and employees. I think that relationship between you know, quality of life has really become a huge focus of the labor narrative right now. Are people enjoying their jobs? Are, are, people, are people being adequately paid for their jobs? All of these things are are so important right now because I think we've gotten to a point where people are kind of fed up with, with certain situations. Absolutely. I mean, and, you know, again, I, I, I just, I can talk about the Bay Area because I'm here. Like, I don't, to be a, a teacher, to be a social worker, it's so expensive to live here. I don't, I don't know how you, how you do those roles here anymore. And I think what we're seeing in the corporate setting here is people's longevity in their jobs is so brief because there's a need to to be on an accelerated trajectory in terms of moving up the ladder, both title-wise and salary-wise, to be able to afford to establish roots here and live here. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, it's stressful on the employee level and, and leads to like a lack of enjoyment. But on the company level, you know, you're investing dollars in onboarding and training and then you're having this attrition because people can't afford to stay in their jobs and you lose the institutional memory you lose quality staff and mm-hmm. there's quality team members and so i think you know in a place like tulsa where people really do have the ability to settle down and create a life with a decent salary and it doesn't have to be this 
rat race and climb. Yeah. Um, there's just, there's an opportunity for companies to save money in the onboarding, but for people to just really have that work-life balance and, and to feel like they have the capacity to, to build a life that they want. Yeah. I, I love the idea that like, you know, in, in Tulsa, there is a potential, there's a chance and just kind of the work that we're doing to create opportunities for people where they get to start out comfortable. I mean, I know obviously comfortability is, is pretty relative and subjective, but for me, this being my first job, like I was able to start with a salary and a lot of people don't get to start in careers with a salary. And that is, I don't take that for, I don't take that for granted. And, and I sure know that people in this area who have not had that opportunity before ever in their lives, maybe they're 20 years into a career, that, that that's going to be a game changer. It's going to be, it's going to change generations. As a nonprofit employee, there tends to be kind of an overlap generally between um, those more kind of service and community driven jobs, which pay in hearts, but maybe pay less in actual salary. And I think, again, you know, you don't have to make those sacrifices or make those decisions in the same way. Uh, And you can really follow a career path or a um, like a values driven career path in a different way as well. So yeah, kind of in a similar vein, when, when you are out talking to potential clients and from this business development side, our perspective is on talent. We want to make sure that we are p- helping clients find the right talent. What sorts of themes emerge around talent acquisition from a business development perspective? So I, I, I think that when it comes to kind of the business development and, and talent acquisition perspective, Tulsa really does offer companies a great opportunity because you know we are a market where the you know a, a salary a reasonable salary can go uh, a lot further and and so there is a the ability to find really high quality talent uh, at a lower price point for companies which which provides an opportunity for them to scale in a much more sustainable way and then if you couple that with the other opportunities that Tulsa provides uh, in terms of, of commercial real estate and land, uh, it really does kind of provide a holistic picture that, uh, that is really attractive to a lot of companies. Um, and I think also, you know, our organization has a focus on creating, and a lot of companies have a focus on diversity, diverse talent. And making sure that their labor force and their and their team is representative of the greater population of the country and um, and is diverse. And so, you know, I think working with local workforce development organizations and really having a, a consciousness about and a, a program dedicated towards developing diverse talent and and skill building and provide and helping to create opportunities for communities who traditionally haven't been given some of those opportunities in technology is something that is the companies are, are really interested in partnering with us on. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many things that I, I think when I think about talent acquisition and business development, and I've kind of seen just in the short, short little stint that I've had in kind of working in BD, I've seen that companies want, companies want, like you said, diverse talent. Companies want, I, I think from my perspective, just that lower price point on the salary, like you said, 
And I think what's our kind of responsibility from as an organization is we have to we have obviously lots of different charges, but one of them is to to essentially change the perspective of these companies, not on any of those two things, but on the, kind of this third thing of like who the talent is and, and their background. Because I think that kind of like we said at the beginning, just tying this back to kind of this forgotten area of the country, people forget that there's people that live in Oklahoma and people that live in Oklahoma do not have access or previously do not have access to those historically uh, like tech focused communities like in the Bay Area and like in, on the East Coast and things like that. So the talent looks different. And that doesn't mean that the talent is not as skilled or not as qualified. It, it all comes down to opportunity and, and from my perspective. And so it's not, I think we also have like this kind of cart and horse situation where we want the talent to be able to speak for themselves and, and have that background to feel confident stepping into a new opportunity like a technology role. But we also have to, to instill the companies with confidence that, you know, this isn't necessarily taking a chance on, on someone that I, I don't like that. The narr- I don't necessarily agree with the narrative that it's taking a chance on them. It's more of just like <clears throat> a reframing your perspective on who you would originally qualify as someone and worthy of a position or whatever, because that is the thing that I think we need to kind of reframe. There, there needs to not be this idea that a certain type of person can fit in this role. I know that that essentially is what the job market is. You know, look at all of these credentials and, and find people that match them. But there's so many people that can grow into those skills those hard and those soft skills. 100%. And I think, I think you know, to wit, we, we are not just looking to partner with any company in the world. We really are overt in trying to find mission-aligned companies that do kind of value, you know, certainly intellectually, that idea of, of finding talent and being open to talent with backgrounds different from what they've been familiar with hiring from San Francisco or the Bay Area. And I think that even, even if even if a company s- says that, there often is some education and some kind of you know direction that we have to, to do as well in kind of helping to talk about relevant experience and talk about, you know, make sure that they're opening up and, and kind of thinking in that in that different way. There is an opportunity deficit there. And so given the opportunities and given the opportunity to learn some of these skills, you know, a lot of our talent will and can flourish. So companies that really do invest in their employees, invest in training, and are looking for people who have the drive, the ambition, the intelligence, um, and to be able to pick things up, you know, we, Tulsa has that in spades. Yeah. And, and we're going out and telling people about it. <laughs> that's, you bet. That's what you do. <laughs> 100%. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jordan. Uh, we're, we're kind of at time here, so we'll okay. wrap things up. Jordan, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Uh, I would, I'll plug. I'll take the opportunity to plug my wife's book. My wife just published a, a really amazing book about uh, minimalism and home organization. And so look for Minimalista. It was published by Penguin Random House Books. It came out uh, a couple weeks back and I'm super proud of her. So I'll take my opportunity to plug that. That is awesome. Well, and 
I, I, I'm just going to shower you in compliments a little bit here too. Jordan is like one of the funniest, nicest people I've ever met. So I just, I really appreciate you taking the time and, and brightening up my week. We, we start off Monday, 9am every week. It's 7 a.m. where Jordan is, and he is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed a lot more than I am. So <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Coffee is a hell of a crutch. But thank you, Evan. I really, I mean, I will say that people that I've met in this job and who are involved in the organizations, in our network of organizations, are you know some of the best people. And so the opportunity to just be involved in mission-driven work, surrounded by people who have good hearts and and really smart brains is a joy. Mm-hmm. It's the happiest I've ever been in a job. I, I mean, I can, I can entirely echo that. So <laughs> we, share, we share that. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing with us everything that we've discussed. I'd like to plug a few resources for our listeners of Grow With Us that might be of use to you. If you would like to stay in touch with all of our featured jobs and opportunities in Tulsa, then please join our talent network. By joining our talent network, you let us know you're interested in working with an in Tulsa company, and our talent team will make sure we put the right opportunities on your radar. You can join at talentintulsa.com. That's talent.intulsa.com. Stay tuned for more episodes of Grow With Us about tips and tricks for the job application process, learning more about the amazing communities of support in Tulsa, and the tech and innovation that is attracting people across the country to the heartland. Thank mm-hmm. you.